Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome inside Garage Door Sports. Your no-holds-barred weekly discussion on everything in the sporting world. For all your news on hockey, baseball, basketball, football, soccer, and more, you've come to the right place. And now, it's time for your hosts, Nick McVicker, Kyle Vardy, and Irfan Manji. That's right, folks. We are back after a week off. The boys are back to discuss some NFL previews, considering the season has, you know, sort of already started. It's fine. Nick McVicker in studio, joined through the Garage Door Sports Cup phone by my two great co-hosts, Irfan Manji and Kyle Vardy. Irfan, how are you doing today, man? Good, man. Super busy. School started, so kind of running around, but it's good to know that Saturdays are usual, so good to see everyone. Yeah, I feel that. I'm starting Monday, and I'm just not really looking forward to it. Um, Kyle, how are you doing? Yeah, good. I don't have school, so I'm... <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> Working away during the week, so I'm perfectly fine. Screw you. Um, and joining us for our football preview show is a former guest, and he's now our pretty much anything analyst. That's what we're going to call him. Michael DiStefano, how you doing today, buddy? Doing good, man. Glad to uh, be back to join the show. Yeah. Well, we're always happy to have you on. You know that. You're a little busy, but... A little bit. <laughs> but uh, I can carve out an hour for you here and there. There we go. That's all we ask. So as I mentioned, it is our football preview show. We're going to start in the AFC. We're going to work our way to the NFC. We're going to give you our division predictions, and maybe we'll give you Super Bowl predictions. We'll see how the, the episode goes. But let's get started in the AFC North. And the MVP resides here. But it's going to be a tough division, I think, overall after the Ravens. So we got the Ravens, Steelers, Browns. Kyle, why don't you give us your, your thoughts on this division? I think I think what you said there is key. I think it's it's going to be tight after the Ravens. I think the Ravens have this. Um, just for their overall team, they, they did subtract a few pieces in the offseason, but they also added, added uh, a few as well. Obviously, when you have Lamar Jackson as your quarterback, it, uh, it definitely helps. Um, I, I, I think after that, I'm kind of torn between the Browns and the Steelers. Uh, I like the Steelers' defense, but I don't know how big Ben is going to be after his surgery on, I think, I believe it was his elbow, his shoulder, one or the other. Um, and I don't know how he's going to bounce back. Uh, can Juju bounce back? And can uh, Connor bounce back as well? Because both of them had a, not exactly a fantastic year, but had an average year in the eyes of Pittsburgh. Uh, and Cleveland, can they live up to the hype that they had last year? Obviously, you saw it last year. They kind of choked comparatively. But um, an interesting team to watch would be the Bengals, too, though. I, I like their, I like how their offense lines up. Their defense is still a question, but I do like, uh, obviously, with Joe Burrow there, I think it's going to make a, a good addition. Nice. Irfan, what about you, man? What do you think? Um, I think the Ravens are the best team in this division by far, um, just because of that track record, being able to be up there. After that, I don't really know who's who's there. Kyle's right when when you talk about the health of Big Ben. Is he back? Is he going to be okay to carry that that offense? That's the big question there. And the Browns, you know, for some reason, 
people always have them in the conversation randomly or toss them into the conversation, but we don't know what to expect for them. Yeah. Are they going to be better? Who knows? Um, but again, I think the Ravens win the AFC North, um, at least by a couple of games for sure. Mikey, round us out. I feel like you're going to be saying the same stuff. Um, yeah, pretty much. Like, I think it's it's a no-brainer that the Ravens are by far going to be the, the favorites to win this division. But I'm a little more higher on the Steelers than I think uh, than you guys are. Like, I know Ben's coming off that, that elbow injury, but all reports are that he's looking pretty good so far coming out of, uh, coming out of surgery. Um, as long as James Conner can stay healthy, I think that's going to be the key for them more so than Ben. So if James Conner can stay healthy, I like, uh, I like the chances of Pittsburgh going in and winning some games here and getting themselves into the playoffs. I mean, they went 8-8 eight eight last year without having Ben for 14 games. They were starting Ducky Rogers and still finished for the 500 record. So I think that Pittsburgh plus a full season with Minka Fitzpatrick in that system, that he's going to be picking the ball off left, right, and center. Um, I, I do actually like Pittsburgh to, to be a, a pretty big factor uh, in the C, in the uh, NFL AFC, uh, what is it, AFC North this year. Um, after that, I think there's a pretty good drop off to uh, to Cleveland, um, but we'll see what they can do. There was so much hype last year and kind of fell flat. Um, maybe another full season. Uh, they do have Kevin Stefanski coming in, new coach, so maybe that new system they'll vibe a little bit better than they did with Freddie Kitchens last year. So maybe they'll kind of surprise some people um, and and factor into the playoff picture. And the Brian. Uh, uh, who we got left? The Bengals. We'll see what happens with the Bengals. I mean, that's that's probably the biggest question mark, the, the wild card. You know, I think we've seen rookies come in and, and struggle. We've also seen rookies come in and, and light the league on fire. Um, so we'll see what Joe Burrow can do. I, I was a big Burrow guy coming out of college, and he's got weapons to do it, mixing in the backfield, and obviously he's got a good trio of receivers to, to pass to. The question is going to be that defense, and can they, can they hold up? Uh, so that's going to be interesting to to watch, but definitely this is this is a Ravens Ravens division for sure. And I, I agree with all three of you. Um, I also agree with you, Mikey, in that the Steelers I think are going to be pretty good this year. Um, to put it into perspective, they went eight and six without Be- Big Ben last year. He lost both the games that he played and started. Yeah. So you get Ben back. He looks as as all the indications are. He's looking pretty healthy. You get Juju Smith. They got. A couple pretty good draft picks. I mean, I was high on Chase Claypool, maybe because he's Canadian. Not really sure, but, like, I think he fits into that system really well as well as maybe, like, a not necessarily a go-to guy, but someone that you throw in for the odd play to be a, a target. He's an end zone target, too. Yeah, he's an end zone target, exactly. So Eric Ebron, they brought in as well, good end zone guy. Apparently, he's going to be kind of a gadget piece, which is going to help that offense. So I think they're going to be dangerous. And if Cleveland can figure out how to use all the weapons that they have, they could be dangerous on offense, but will they figure it out? Don't know. We'll find out this year. So I think that division is pretty straightforward, and I'm interested to see how Burrow does, just period. Um, moving on, we'll head to the south. We'll go north-south, and the division that I have no idea really what's going to happen, but it looks like the Colts are the favorites in this division, with Tennessee probably right up their back. Um, and after that, showing in game one the houston texans look like they're searching for some answers uh mike we'll start with you on this one uh i am high on the colts i think you're always high on the colts i'm always high on the colts and i mean they brought up phil rivers so although 
He didn't have the best season last year. Um, I still think that Phil Rivers is going to be a quality, quality uh, quarterback here for the Colts this season. They've got one of the best, arguably the best, offensive line in football. They're just going to run the ball down the team's throats. They drafted Jonathan Taylor in the second round. Uh, him and Marlon Mack are both going to be uh, putting up numbers and mowing people down. And, you know, you got the people movers out there that are going to be dangerous as well. So, and I like their defense. Like, Darius Leonard is one of the most underrated players in this league. He's an all-pro linebacker who just has a nose for the football. He's all over the field. They brought in Xavier Rose uh, to help out uh, as, as an extra corner. You know, I, I really do think that uh, the Colts are, are going to be a team to be reckoned with just one year after uh, losing uh, Andrew Luck. And then once you get past the Colts, I think the Titans are definitely the, the number two team. We saw the Texans kind of fall flat on Thursday without New Hopkins. They just don't really have anybody to pass the football to, um, and, and that's going to hinder that team drastically. And so I think the Titans are the clear-cut number two. And, I mean, the Jags are just – they're tank nation, this team. They they traded everybody this offseason. Watch them be good, though, team. just because, right? No, no it's not going to happen. It can't happen. I mean – you're going to rely on Gardner Minshew, uh, you know, Minshew mania to roll wild for, for weeks. I, He may have a couple of good games, and, and the mustaches will, will be on full display out in Jacksonville, but at the end of the day, I'll be surprised if they win more than three games. Kyle, thoughts? Uh, I agree. I think the Colts are number one. Um, I think with the additions, as, uh, as you said, with the, the running back, Jonathan Taylor, um, I also do like the addition – of uh, Michael Pittman Jr. on the outside as well. Um, it gives T.Y. Hilton a little bit of relief because obviously he gets basically double teamed and everything like that. Um, comparatively, I think Paris Campbell should have a, a breakout year as well. Um, and a, a, as we were saying, Xavier Rhodes, adding that to the defense definitely makes that team um, a better team than they were last year. Um, well, hopefully, Philip Rivers doesn't throw 145 picks, but we'll, we'll see what goes on with that. Um, I do think t Tennessee is number two. I like the Derrick Henry's just a beast. Um, as long as you have him in the backfield and some sort of capable offensive line, it gives you a chance to win every time. Um, we'll see if Tannehill is the Tannehill of before or if it's the Tannehill of the end of last year. That's I think that's their biggest question mark. Yeah. Um, they gave him a big extension, but that big extension was a span of six to eight games, essentially. Um, so we'll see about that. But I do think they're number two no matter what happens. Houston, Deshaun Watson is going to be Deshaun Watson. He's always going to look good in a way. But that offensive line got eaten alive last game. And unless Will Fuller steps up, they really don't have any wide receivers to actually throw the ball to. So um, David Johnson looked good. I'll give it, I'll give it that. So you know, the, the trade looks Still looks terrible. I was gonna say, what are you, where are you going with that one, Kyle? <laughs> it looks better, better than it looked like hindsight, because David Johnson last year was basically horrible or injured, um, or both, and then or both, potentially both, yeah, at the same time, you never know. Um, but he, it, it's making that trade look less horror awful and more just like horrible instead. So, um, but yeah, Jaguars. <laughs> Minshew magic, that's pretty much all they have going for them. Fair. Irfan, sure. round it out. Um, I mean, it's hard to argue with everyone's points. I, I think we've we set the, the South 
properly. I think the Colts, I know we mentioned a lot of names, but I don't know if I heard Buckner's name, but as a defensive lineman, I think you need a good defense, especially if you're going to make the playoffs because we noticed that sometimes it's hard to get some runs, um, hard to find your receivers. So what are you going to do? You need good defense to shut that down. So the Colts, in my opinion, are the best in this division by far. And that 7-9 to nine record, it's going to be like 10-6 and six or better, I think. Um, the Texans really hurt themselves with that trade. Obviously, I think we've, we've said that a few times. But David Johnson's a good guy, young guy. So maybe it's for the future is why they chose this, to have two speedy players in Watson and, and Johnson. But um, obviously, the Titans are the second-best team. You, you look at what they've been able to do, that, that, that relationship between Tannehill and Derrick Henry, he's been great. And especially if they make the playoffs, they're going to run it again. So um, I don't know what Tannehill we're going to get, but if we get some sort of playoff Tannehill over the course of the season, I think the Titans are going to be fine and obviously the Jags are going to sit at the bottom because they're fire selling everybody and maybe it's for cap reasons who knows but um, uh, it's the Jags I don't really expect much from them that's the key word it is the Jags and I guess we will have to see how they decide to do this I, I, I agree with all of you all of your points it's pretty easy to read that division so let's just move on and we'll go to the AFC East, and I have two Patriots fans staring at me through their computer screens. So this is going to be a fun division for us to discuss. Um, Patriots obviously lose Tom Brady. That, that's that's a loss. But they get Cam Newton. <laughs> How is he going to mesh with the roster? How is he going to come in and play? The Bills made the playoff last year. They looked good for most of the season. A couple games here and there, they looked questionable, especially that last week game, which I was at. Not fun. Um, the Jets and the Dolphins are obviously a little bit behind. But, Irfan, how do you see this division playing out? Um, I think the Bills take this division. And I only say this because you saw how the Pats lost a bunch of key departures, not only with Brady and Gronk over the last two years, but you look at players that opted out or players that don't want to be playing during COVID. So, you know, you have Collins, you have Roberts, Dante Hightower. Um, so opt-outs and free agency. So we've lost a bunch of players. I'm not sure what we're going to get from the past this year, even with Cam Newton and that magic that Bill Belichick has. So I still think that the, the Bills are a better team um, going into this season. But again, you can't write them off. Um, and then everyone else will follow. I think the Dolphins are better than the Jets. I don't know what I'm going to see from the Jets because I don't like watching the Jets just because I'm a, a Pats fan there. But uh, the Dolphins have a good ceiling. So, I, I mean, they would probably be a team that could go anywhere from third and second, second and third, back and forth there. But um, I think the Bills take this. Mikey? Um, yeah, I think this is this is definitely the year that the Bills finally overtake the Patriots for uh, the top of the division. I don't even think the Patriots come in second, to be honest. I'm more high on the Dolphins to, to overcome Pitt, uh, New England. And that's because I'm not high on the Dolphins. I'm just that low on New England. <laughs> <laughs> you lose uh, Tom Brady. I think that's a, a massive loss uh, to your football team. Cam Newton, we don't even know if he can be healthy. Like, he has not been healthy over the last couple of seasons, um, kind of like Big Ben, he missed most of last year, too. I think he played the first two games and then was out with a, a nagging foot injury. So, And when you're a mobile quarterback like that, your feet are kind of important to you. And and if he's having some discomfort when he's trying to, to escape the pocket and run with the football, uh, that's, that's not going to be a good recipe for success. 
for New England. On top of that, they don't really have a, a good passing game. I mean, outside of Julian Edelman, do you like Nikhil Harry? Maybe. He was a first-rounder last year, but he didn't show me much uh, last season to to give me any proof of life, to be quite honest with you. Um, and then defensively, you know, Irfan, you talked about it. They lost so much um, on their defense because of a bunch of opt-outs. Pretty much their entire linebacking core from last season, which was extremely effective uh, for that, you know, top defense that they had last season, isn't playing this year. Like, you're starting a guy, Josh Ushi, is is going to be starting at linebacker. Uh, rookie, I believe they took him in, like, the second or third round. And he's a good player, don't get me wrong, but he's not uh, Collins or he's not um, Dante Hightower. I think that this middle of this defense is is really, really took a big hit. It's going to be taxed a lot. And I think if I'm opposing teams, I'm running the football down their throats. Like, I'm not throwing against Stephon Gilmore, so I'm just going to run the football. And I think that they'll be successful doing that. So I think that the Patriots actually finished third this year in the division, um, surprisingly. And I don't think it'll be too long before we get to see uh, who's that the other quarterback that they have over there. Uh, What's his name? Garrett Stidham. Yeah, Stidham. I don't think it'll be too long before we see Stidham uh, back in action there. Um, As for uh, the Jets, I mean... I'm never going to be a fan of an Adam Gase-led team, so I don't see the Jets doing very well either. So I think this is uh, the Bills are going to feast on this division, probably win five of the six games um, and go five and one. And and the Bills definitely are going to make themselves uh, a, a lot of wins and, and probably finish in the ooh, 11 and five, maybe even as high as 12 and four uh, playing these guys six times throughout the year. Kyle, round it out, buddy. I, I do agree. I, I have the. I actually have money on the Bills winning division, so. All good. I had that, so. Um, I do think. I do think the Pats are number two. Um, I do think that their their wide receiver core is a little thin, um, but I do believe Cam Newton brings a whole different aspect to this offense that Tom Brady just didn't have. Um, I'm. A, I'm a, I've always been a huge Tom Brady fan, but last year he was downright horrible. Um, he couldn't throw the ball past 15 yards, and he was the check-down king. That's his thing. I, I understand that. Um, but I think Cam Newton brings a new aspect to the, uh, the offense that he just didn't have. Because Cam Newton can throw the ball down the field, which I believe um, gives Nikhil Harry a chance to actually be who he was as a deep threat. So if, if, he, can, if, he, can, if he can step out of his shell and actually get an opportunity this year, because he really wasn't given an opportunity last year until the playoffs, um, I think there's a chance that he, he developed into, I guess, who the Pats thought they were, even though they don't have the greatest track record of drafting running backs or wide receivers or basically anything on the offense other than offensive linemen. Um, and they're good at that. I think there's a chance. Uh, I do agree that the defense is a little shaky. Um, I think the secondary is still going to be as good as it was last year. They essentially didn't really lose a whole lot. I guess they did lose. Uh, Harmon, but you kind of replace him with Kyle Duggar, who you draft in the second round this year. We'll see how he shows up. Kind of a surprise pick in the second round, but um, I still think with, you know, J.C. Jackson, Stephon Gilmore, and then obviously you have Jason McCourty as your uh, your slot guy. Um, that helps. I think they will stack the box because I think they know teams are going to try and run the ball. Um, and I think they're going to rely on their, their corners and their safeties to help them out um, by doing a lot of one-on-ones. So, um, I do like Miami as well. Um, I don't like Fitzmagic, though. He's 
I don't get me started on him. What? Um, how do you? How can you not like him? He's just like the likable quarterback. He's not great, but he's just one of those guys. Because he's the type of guy who closes his eyes and hopes the hell the wide receiver catches the ball. And it works. Uh, <laughs> yeah, half the time, yeah. Or he's throwing seven picks in a game and they're losing forty-five. Yeah. Valid point. Sounds like you've uh, tossed him out there on fantasy sometimes, and it hasn't worked <laughs> out very well. I may have played him in a bye week, and that was the biggest regret of my entire life. Yeah, so it's a personal uh, vendetta. It is, 100%. <laughs> um, I just like the Harvard I, I story, do, all right? I, I do like Miami, though. If, if Tua does get a chance to go out there, um, I like the chances of Miami being a good team. Maybe not this year, but I think uh, definitely in years down the road, it's going to be a Bills-Miami um, division. It's going to be them going head-to-head. I think Kyle Allen versus – or not Kyle Allen, sorry. Josh Allen versus uh, Tua is going to be a hell of a show to watch. Um, I think, and then obviously, God love the Jets. They're terrible. Um, <laughs> That's why you like having them in your division. Oh, I love, because it means the Pats at least get one or two wins a year. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it, it's just Adam Gase is terrible. I don't know if Sam Darnold is going to live up to the hype that he was as a fifth overall pick. Um, in all honesty, I don't feel like Darnold has played that bad. He just has nothing around him, and they're giving him crap plays to call. Like, Yeah, I agree with that. It's just more of, if you're a fifth overall pick, no matter what you're given, you, you kind of have to take that next step. I understand that. but it, It's it's when you have um, all those expectations, you, it's it's a letdown if you, you know, don't do anything. And who knows? Maybe Joe Flacco takes over halfway through the year from Darnold. You never know. Oh, God, no. <laughs> That'd be Mike's nightmare. With saying that for the Jets, I do like the Denzel Mims pick. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I do like the pickup of Frank Gore as well for them. Gives them a solid secondary running back behind Le'Veon Bell. um, Because Le'Veon Bell was kind of a letdown last year. Um, Sorry, fantasy owners. He was kind of terrible. Um, I don't think you're... I think you might have a decent bounce back here. That's that's not a common take, but I I think my hot take is that Lev Bell is literally the only person on that offense that you know knows how to make things happen i think that he'll end up getting the ball a little bit more often than he did uh last season i I completely agree i think i think that you know you look at their wide receiver core you got barrios hogan perryman jeff smith who i've never heard of in my life um jameson crowder denzel mims and uh, vincent smith that is one weird way to say that name Okay. Um, <laughs> it's Okay. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. So that right there sums up the Jets season. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I I agree with most of what you guys are saying. Um, I do like the Bills a lot. I think that Bills defense is very good. I I think they're one of the top five defenses in the league this year. Um, their lot their defensive line is strong and they just got better in their secondary with Tredavious White, Josh Norman manning the corners, Jordan Poyer and my boy Micah Hyde. <laughs> um and then that line with Ed Oliver and Vernon Butler up the middle, that's just scary. Um Patriots, Dolphins, it's a coin flip for me. It depends really how Cam could come back. If he comes back and is MVP Cam and he could find and kill Harry when he needs to, and he can use the running backs like he needs to. 
they could be a very dangerous team because I don't think that I as you guys said the defense is questionable right now but if they can come together and be half decent not great not good just half decent and that offense can find it maybe they take second but the Dolphins looks like they have more weapons on both sides of the ball yeah Uh, I'm interested to see how the Dolphins use Kyle Van Noy yeah Um, because I'm interested to see because Kyle Van Noy when he was when he was with Detroit was god off and obviously the Pats used him in you know majority of the plays but they used him in a specific way that allowed his aspects to shine so if, if he's gonna be the number one guy in in Miami and make him do everything we'll, we'll see if he can hold up that pressure yeah well, Brian Flores is uh from the Belichick tree so I have pretty good uh pretty good chance that he knows how to use him and we shall see very, very quickly. Let's leave it at that and move on to the AFC West with the reigning Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs, who look like they are probably going to walk the division once again because the other three teams, in my opinion, are not good. Denver Broncos just got worse with the injury to Vaughn Miller. And then you have the Raiders and the Chargers. Out in L.A. and Vegas, respectively. Kyle, what's going to happen in this division? <laughs> it, it, it's the Chiefs. Uh, honestly, I don't think I don't honestly don't think anybody in the AFC really competes with them in general. Not even uh, Baltimore. Maybe, maybe maybe the Ravens, but to be honest, I, I still think um, in playoffs I'd take Mahomes over Lamar Jackson right now. Um, Fair. But I do think, other than that, I think the Raiders are number two, to be honest. Okay. Um, I just like all their additions, especially on the offense. Gives uh, Derek Carr a little more um, stuff to work with. Obviously, you have Josh Jacobs there in the backfield. But, you know, adding uh, Brian Edwards, Henry Ruggs, uh, even adding Aguilar, too. Um, although I believe Aguilar will miss probably the first four or five weeks. Um, but still, it gives them a lot more options you know especially with trading cooper and stuff a couple years ago um gives them a lot more reloaded offense um i I, the offensive line will hold up i think um and then obviously the uh the breakout year of darren waller last year i think is definitely going to make that team a lot better and you have i think the biggest thing for the raiders this year was getting dependable backups just in case yeah, you know, bringing in Marcus Mariota as a backup for Derek Carr, Jason Witten as a backup for um, Waller in case he goes down. Um, I think that that definitely secures them as number two <laughs> for three and four. I don't even know. <laughs> um, I like the Broncos offense, and I think the addition of Jerry Judy, um, who I took in fantasy, hope the hell he got as a good year this year. Um I think that does help the uh, the Broncos. I think they'll end up number three. I think also with the addition of AJ Boye as well on their defense, um, kind of secures that for them, or not secures it, but gives me the edge for it at least. Um, and then obviously in last place uh, you have the Chargers. I just don't know what the Chargers really have going for them. Uh, obviously losing Gordon. Philip Rivers, now you give a chance to Tyrod Taylor. Let's see what Tyrod Taylor can do. Or Herbert. Well, it's Tyrod Taylor until until he I know. Falters. I know. Uh, Irfan, your thoughts, man? Um, 
My biggest question for this division is do the Chiefs go 12 and 4 or they go 13 or 14 wins? Like, I, I just want to, like, I'm very curious to see how good this team is and if they can actually win more games. And other than that, I think the rest of the division kind of falls into place. Um, I think the Raiders are going to be decent. Um, they're not going to be a pushover for sure. Um, they'll probably go 8 and 8, in my opinion. But that's about it. And then obviously the Chargers and, and the Broncos fall fall into place from there. Like I don't have much on the other two teams, but uh, I think if you're looking at this division and you want to see anyone actually maybe play the Chiefs decently, I, I would say maybe the Raiders have that chance, but probably not. Fair enough. Mikey? I think the uh, injuries to Vaughn Miller and Derwin James really ruined any type of of uh, curiosity that might be within this this division to try and slow down the Chiefs. At this point, nobody is going to slow down the Chiefs. Uh, it's a Chiefs world. They're all just living in it. They're going to go on and win, you know, 14, 15. Man, they could go 16-0 and 0 this season, and I'm not saying they will. But it's <laughs> Hold on, everybody. He's not saying they will. Let's put that very clear. <laughs> but it is definitely a possibility. Um, you know, the, the Broncos, I like what they did on the offensive side of the ball. They got Drew Locke a whole bunch of weapons. Um, so I like what they're doing. But, again, that injury to Vaughn Miller probably takes them out of the playoff picture for, for me. Um, Bradley Chubb is someone they drafted a couple years ago. He's still trying to work back from uh, from his injury from last year. Uh, the Raiders, they're going to be an interesting one for me. They may be able to fight for, for a wild card spot. I think if they can rely on, on Josh Jacobs and he can have a good sophomore season, I, I like that. Um, but we'll see what kind of quarterback play we get at Derek Carr. Marcus Mariota, they brought him in, but he's hurt right now. And Nathan Peterman is their backup. So if Derek Carr goes down, you're tossing out Peterman, and, uh, well, as, as a Bills uh, fan, I, I do know what Nathan Peterman does for you, uh, and it's not very good. And speaking of Nathan Peterman, uh, the Chargers, who picked him off like 16 times in their first game, <laughs> first start, um, I, I, I don't know how I feel about the Chargers, to be quite honest with you. You know, Tyrod Taylor comes in. Um, he's an efficient enough quarterback. And I don't think that they're going to be relying on, on the passing game. I think that this is going to be Austin Eckler, uh, and we'll get to see what he can be as a, a number one feature back. Uh, we did see him early on last year be pretty dominant before Melvin Gordon came back. Um, so we'll see what he can end up doing on the offensive side of the football. But again, that defense really took a hit with Derwin James. They do have arguably one of the best uh, pass rushing duos, though, in, in Joey Bosa and um, Melvin, Go Melvin Ingram. So they'll still get to the quarterback, but uh, again, it's just those injuries are so tough to two key key players on those defenses, and and it's it's a no doubter Chiefs Chiefs division, and the rest of the three, I mean, take your pick of the litter. I <laughs> either one of them could shake out second, third, and fourth. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I I'm not going to talk about the Chiefs because it's kind of painfully obvious. The only thing I will say for Mikey's possible 16 and 0, not prediction but comment, um, they play Baltimore Week Three, and they play the Saints Week 15. Really, yeah, Tampa I, is the only other team. Maybe those are the three teams that might trip them up, and Baltimore I don't see it the happening. Only one that scares me there, the Saints. For some, Drew Brees getting old. Late in, his, yeah. late in the season, he's shown that he's fallen off. And by week 15, yeah. we'll see if he has any type of arm left. Exactly. Um, I'm really high on the Chargers. 
it as set for second in the division. Um, that defense just is really, really good, especially on the line. You got Bosa, Justin Jones, Linval Joseph, and Melvin Ingram as your line. That's that's really good. Uh, Denzel Perriman as a linebacker showed really good uh, moments last year. Um, and their offense has weapons. Like Obviously, the number one receiver is Keenan Allen. But Mike Williams had over 1,000 yards receiving last year. He's been getting better every year that he's been in the league. Um, you mentioned Austin Eckler. It'll be uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how they can kind of come together, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, my prediction's right and they finish second, because um, that's my dad's team, and I would just like him to be happy, so I don't have to hear how, it. How many weeks is uh, Williams out for? Uh, I don't know how many weeks he's out for, uh, but right now he's, I know he's injured and, and hobbled. <laughs> I'm well, not starting him in fantasy, that's for sure. They have him expected listed to, as... Expected to miss two to four weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's weird because, like, the Chargers site had him listed at, as their number two receiver, so I don't know. But still, like, when he comes back, that that just adds another weapon to, uh, to an offense and... Yes, Tyrod Taylor is the quarterback, but if you keep it simple and you keep it easy, it, he can be a serviceable quarterback. So, we shall see. That does it for the AFC, boys. We are going to flip over to the NFC, and once again, we will start in the north, where my Green Bay Packers are one division last year, 13-3. and three. And it looks like it's a two-horse race, but Mikey, let me know what you think. Two horse race. I think it's a one horse race, and the Packers aren't in the conversation. Sorry to tell you, bud. Um, I think this is the Vikings' division to win, and if they don't, it's because they shot themselves in the foot, kind of like the Raptors did last night. Um, I'm too soon. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not a big fan of of Green Bay this season. Um, they made a big mistake by going out and drafting a quarterback in round one when there were clear needs at wide receiver and there were many many wide receivers that were available late in that second right late in that first round that they could have came up and got um even when they were sitting there picking at, at when they traded in to I believe it was 27 there were still a couple of good receivers on the board that they could have took to help out Aaron Rodgers oh don't you worry I'm aware of that fact I know I know I they got nothing to give to 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 help him for that offense and yeah, Aaron Jones is still a good good player, I guess. But honestly, I just it's astounding to me that they went thirteen and three last year. I'm just looking at that now. I totally forgot that they had that high of a record. I do not anticipate them to uh, win double digit games this year. They might be able to compete for uh, for a wild card spot. But there's I think three this year. Don't forget that, right? There's an extra wild card spot this year. Oh, that is true. Okay, so they will compete for a wild card spot in like that nine and eight and eight, nine and seven range. But I think that the Vikings overall are probably the best team here. Um, the Bears and Lions, they'll be much further down in the uh, in the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes, if you ask me. You mean much higher up in the Lawrence sweepstakes. Uh, <laughs> Kyle, thoughts? Uh, I agree. I, I think it's the Vikings, Vikings division to lose. Um, I just think when you, you know draft three rounds and you don't draft any help for your quarterback – Kinda is iffy. We're not talking about that, <laughs> uh, right? Enough. Especially, especially when you know, as I said with the Jets. Oh yeah, Denzel Mims was there, and he was also there in the second round when you guys drafted the ball. Just saying. 
Um, you know who else was there? Clyde Edwards-Alaire was there, too. We could have taken a running back, but whatever. No, you didn't take a running back. You don't need a running back. You took a, you took a different running back. I know, but we could have got him if we really were going to go smart in the first round. But, like, we didn't do either of those things. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, like, like the, Vi- the Vikings, I think, is, especially with picking up Ngakwe uh, and adding that to that defense, I think that makes their defense a little bit better. Obviously, on, when it comes to the Vikings, it all comes down to Kirk Cousins. Um, and I think maybe with, with losing Diggs to Buffalo this year, it could hurt their offense a little bit, but I also think that adding Justin Jefferson in the draft definitely makes up for that as well. Oh, for sure. Justin Jefferson at LSU was a beast, and I, I just think that he brings, it, brings another level to that team, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, Green Bay, I think, is number two. Um, obviously, when you have Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers as a combo, uh, it's kind of hard to count them out. I don't think they're going to compete with the division, but as with the wild card, I do think they have a chance for that as well. Um, we'll see what Alan Lazard does as a step out this year. Um, he had a, a okay to good season last year as a as a breakout, I guess. Yeah. Um, we'll see if Rogers uses him again. Um, I guess the biggest thing for for them is um, can Aaron Jones stay healthy and can he have a good year? Um, because honestly, behind him, I don't see Jamal Williams as a, a great replacement. Um, no. He did okay last year, but I, I just don't see that. Um, I can say, other than that, I think the Lions are probably number three. Um, I, I like some of the additions that they had um, and that they, they made to that team. I think uh, Swift has a chance that once he gets healthy, he could potentially be a really good running back for them, give Matt Stafford a little bit of relief. Um, and then the Bears, seeing as they've already announced that Trubisky is starting week one, I have no faith in them. Fair enough. Irfan, round it out, buddy. Um, it's hard to argue with both these guys. I mean, they, they went into depth with everything. I think I think they're right. I think the, the Vikings are a better team. Um, and I like the fact that, you know, Jamie Collins is going to be back with uh, with uh, Matt, Matt Patricia, who was the, the Pats defensive coordinator. So, I mean, I, I really like that sort of combination because, again, it's that tree of Belichick that we, we, we spoke about a little bit earlier. So, that's going to be fun. I, the biggest question mark I'm, I might say for the Vikings is they, they lost Diggs, right? They lost an offensive weapon there, but they also lost some defensive players in Rose and Griffin and Waynes. But that doesn't matter. I think when you have a, a defensive-minded head coach that brings in a guy through that Belichick line again, um, I think he'll be fine. Um, the Packers, when that draft happened, I think we had a bunch of a deer in headlights looks over to that management team going, okay, you have arguably one of the better quarterbacks in the entire league and you went and did something else, right? So, you, like, 13-3 and three seems a stretch for them this year, I would say. 13 and um, three, that, Let's be clear, 13-3 and three was a stretch for them last year. Like, I had them winning 10 yeah, games last year. But the thing is, their defense was much better last year than previous year, so I think that's what carried that team. So I think for sure. if you're going to look at what the Packers are about, they might be maybe, I'll give them a 9-7 and seven record, is probably what they're aiming towards, but they didn't really do anything to help Rodgers. But, I mean, Rodgers will be Rodgers, and there'll be some great games under his belt. Um, if we talk about the Bears there, they finished, I believe, 8-8 eight and eight last year. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, definitely not going to happen. They might be a six-win team. Um, they they went out and got Foles, but Foles isn't starting, so I'm okay. 
Um, but they have a decent defensive unit, so maybe they'll win a couple of games and then the Lions will be third, um, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. That's all for it. <laughs> all right. Um, one thing that I think gets overlooked with the Packers, because usually the conversation always resides around Aaron Rodgers, is how good that defense was last year. They were fourth in the NFC in points against. With th- They only gave up 313. To put this into perspective, though, three out of the top four teams in points against were in the same division. The Bears were first, the Vikings were second, and the Packers were fourth. So this division is going to be yeah, a... Suck. What? Because they all suck and can't score. Uh, each other six times a year. Yeah. Um, hold on. The Vikings had 407 points for. They were fifth in the NFC. The other two I was referring to. <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. The Bears and the Lions. Be fair. The Bears and the Lions is who I was referring to. Lions and Tigers and Bears. Yes, I know. Um, they, were, they, they weren't good last year, the Lions and the Bears, and I don't see them getting much better. I don't think, I'm not even sure if either of the teams get to 8-8. Eight eight. If either of them do, it's probably going to be the Lions. I totally agree with you guys that I think it's the Vikings division, but the only reason I said it might be a two-horse race is because we said that last year about this division, that it was the Vikings to lose. And they did. So, (laughs) I just, you can never count out Aaron Rodgers for some reason. I don't know why. Not that I'm complaining because he's on my team, but... Elite is why. Huh? What'd you say, Kyle? You're counting him out. Okay, fine. You do you. Um, let's move on. We will head to the south, and it'll be a fun one because Tom Brady has joined the division. Last year, the Saints ran away with it, 13-3, and and we're six games up on second place. Irfan, what's going to happen, buddy? I think the Saints still win this division. Um, uh, Tom Brady switching offense is... Is, is that question mark? I mean, obviously they gave him some good good weapons. Gronk came back. But, I mean, I still think the Saints <laughs> are there. And not having Drew Brees retire is a huge thing for the Saints, right? Um, they were a little unlucky last year to lose in the playoffs because I think the Saints have been unlucky to lose in the playoffs the last two years. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks, Kyle. <laughs> but... I. I, the Saints, to me, win. Um, I think Tampa Bay will be fine. They'll they'll do well, but I don't think they're gonna blow teams away. They might be like ten and ten and six, probably. Um, but again, it's a different offense, a different scheme from Brady. I don't know how that's gonna run. Uh, the Falcons added running back Todd Gurley, but Gurley wasn't fantastic last year with his injuries and his inability to stay on the field. Um, which is, like, again, that biggest question for them. And then if you look at the the Panthers, they let Cam Newton go. They let go of uh, Ron Rivera, um, a little premature in my opinion. Um, and they gave up they gave up Cam Newton. And, and I, know, I think they finished – hold on. They were last in the division last year. They were 5-11 and 11 last year. So, I, I mean, you bring in Teddy Bridgewater, who had a great year with the, the Saints, but I think that's a one-off in my opinion. So they'll sit at the bottom there. Fair enough. Mikey. Uh, yeah, I think the, I got the Saints winning this division, too. I, I have the Saints actually claiming the conference crown. Um, I think they could easily go 13-3 again, maybe 14-2, and and be the number one team um, of the NFC. Uh, the Buccaneers are going to be super intriguing. Everybody's obviously, this is the biggest storyline of football probably since Peyton Manning left the, the Colts. 
Um, you know, to see him go over to a different system uh, and see if he can work without Belichick. You know, he's arguably the best quarterback of all time. Uh, and to see him in a different system is, is going to kind of determine whether or not he was a system quarterback or not, because there's always been that conversation about whether he it's Belichick or it's Brady, who's really the mastermind behind the Patriots dynasty. And I think this year we're finally going to find out, or over the next couple of years we'll, we'll find out. Um, I, I like the weapons that he has. He's never had weapons like this in his career, so he's got all the toys available to him to distribute the ball. Um, defensively, they're okay. Uh, I'm not, you know, 100% sold on the on their secondary. Um, but as far as the rest of the division goes, I think the Falcons will be right there as well with the Bucks and and the Panthers. I mean, I'd, Christian McCaffrey is going to do all he can, but that's all they got. So I, I don't see the Panthers doing much either. Plus, they lost uh, their defensive captain um, who retired last year, Luke Keekley. That's going to be a massive loss to that defense too. So yeah. um, I don't see the Panthers doing doing very well. But once again, it's going to be all eyes on the Bucs. And something that I think people need to temper expectations on the Bucs this year because if you think about it, it's football is a team game and cohesiveness is really important. And all the new pieces that are on this Tampa Bay offense that have never worked before, there hasn't been a preseason to work out kinks. They may get off to a little bit of a slower start. And so I think that's something that you're going to also have to take into consideration here uh, within this division. That's a valid point. Um, Kyle, you want to build on that? Yeah, no, I, I, that, that's, that was my biggest point for the Bucks. I have the Saints winning the division. Um, but for the Bucks, I think it's, you know, do the sum of all the pieces equal a good team? We'll see. Uh, they, you know, obviously they have lots of high-profile additions. Obviously, Fournette, Brady, Gronk. Um, the biggest thing is how is that all going to mesh? Like, what are they going to do? Right? Is Shade, honestly, I think Shady McCoy is going to have a huge year because I think it's going to be check down city for Brady. Um, and I think Shady McCoy out of that backfield is going to be huge. I don't think Fournette is going to play as big of a role as people think he is because I think it's going to be, you know, a James White-style offense um, that they had with the Patriots. I think that's how, that how that's how Brady wants to run it. And we're saying that the offense coordinator is going to run the, one, run the offense. It's going to be Brady who's probably going to run the offense, to be honest. It's Brady's going to say, I want this play in there. I want this play. I want this play. It, it's just he's, he's, at, he's at that age where I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that one. Bruce Arians, he's That's... known to be the quarterback whisperer. He wrote a book called The Quarterback Whisperer. <laughs> he's worked with Ben Roethlisberger. He's worked with Peyton Manning. He's worked with Andrew Luck. You know, he's not intimidated by Tom Brady. I don't think he's going to let Brady come in and change everything and, and let him dictate what he wants to do. Arians, he's a pretty stubborn guy, and, and I think that it'll be his offense, and Brady's going to be taking orders. So I don't know if I agree with you on that point. Well, and that's and that's – if that is the case, I think I, I think Brady might struggle then. I think it's the case because I, I think the way the way Godwin and Evans were last year, I don't think Brady can throw the ball down the field to actually have them and give them a chance to go off for those jump balls. Yeah. Because Brady hasn't done that since Randy Moss, maybe? Would be probably the last time he actually threw the ball up like that. I think McCoy has a better arm at this point in time than Tom Brady. And, and don't get me wrong, I love Tom Brady. I hope you mean Colt McCoy. <laughs> yeah, okay, Colt McCoy, sure. I, um, no, LaShawn McCoy played quarterback in high school. Like He actually has a half-decent arm. Yeah, but Shady McCoy would break his knee before he did that. So. That's what I'm saying. They keep uh, him in the pocket. They don't have to move. <laughs> well, dude, that offensive line is questionable. That's is, fair. That's, so that's, that's a valid point. Hard. That's why, uh, honestly, 
I'm kind of discounting all the other teams right now because I'm just talking about Tampa, but um, yeah, but that's all people did all summer was talk about yeah. Tampa. Like they were just a storyline after storyline after storyline after storyline all year long. Even last week, they were still talking about Tampa because they went out and signed Leonard Fournette. Like, yeah. okay, who's so the third string? So I'll give you a hot take right now. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the Cleveland Browns of last year. I don't Ooh. think that's a hot take. I think that's, I like that's it though. Like, <laughs> very accurate. Yeah. Yeah, very accurate. Like, this is a team who I don't think is guaranteed to finish with, like, 10 or, or 11 wins like like pundits are projecting. I think, mm-hmm. you know, I'm looking more of a 500 or a 9-7 and seven season. Like, yeah. Tom Brady's not, you know, 29 years old anymore. Like, let's not, you know, pretend like he is. We'll, we'll see. He's got a big name. But I, I remember back in 20, I want to say it was 2014 maybe, um, back when the Colts made a bunch of big splashes. They went out, they got Frank Gore, they went out, they got Andre Roberts or uh, Andre Johnson, and they made some massive additions to try and help add weapons around Andrew Luck. And for, for whatever reason, you know, the all the pieces individually looked great, but as a team, as a cohesive unit, it didn't work out, yeah. and the Colts ended up missing the playoffs. I'm not saying that's going to happen with the Bucks. I think they'll make the playoffs, but I don't think that they're going to be this super team because you know the past five years these guys have been big time names but it's a totally different system and it's a different year everyone's a year older we'll see what happens the other thing is they had their defense isn't like a top defense they've got some good pieces don't get me wrong like signing in dominican sue and jpp are that's that boosts the defensive line a little bit shaq barrett's a good piece but overall they're not a super intimidating defense, so they're going to have to make up for the mistakes that come out from a offense that really doesn't know each other very well, and that could be very, very tough on them. To, um, to be honest, they, they have two pieces on defense in my mind, and it's Devin White and Shaq Barrett. Uh, Devin White was I the other really guy. Sorry. Like their defense. I'm just looking at their defense now. Totally forgot that they drafted Via Vea last year. This dude is a monster. Yeah. He's like, like 350 pounds, nose tackle. He's going to be a beast. Dominican Sue, um, you know, I think he's still going to be a quality player. You got JPP rushing the passer. Devin White and Levante David and Jack Barrett might be the best uh, linebacking core that they that are in the league right now. If they can all stay healthy, I think health is going to be is going to be massive. Of course, I think Sean Murphy Bunting uh, is is a budding star at the corner position. I think he's going to have a really big season for for this team. And they drafted Antoine Winfield, and I believe the the second round. To be uh, to help out at safety, so I actually am rolling it back. I like their defense. I think I like their defense more than their offense. To be honest with you, that's not really a surprise though. So their offense is you. You just don't know what the offense is. That's the thing. Um, let's move on. We got two more divisions to go. Let's get through this, and then we'll give our predictions. Um, the division of mediocrity will go to next, and it's been the Division of Mediocrity for a while, and it will continue to be the Division of Mediocrity, even though they have a Super Bowl champion from the last couple of years. The NFC East. There was the Eagles won the division last year at 9-7. and seven. Dallas was 8-8. Eight and eight. And then you had the god-awful Giants and the team from Washington. The Washington football team. Um, Kyle, what is going to happen here? I have no clue. Uh, to be honest, I'm not really sure either. Um, <laughs> oh, good. I, I, I do think it's a two-horse race between the Eagles and the, the, the Cowboys. Um, I think the, the one part where the Cowboys could struggle is on their defense. 
Um, losing Byron Jones this year definitely hurts their corner position. Um, although I do love the addition of C.D. Lamb on that offense. I think oh, God, yeah. Whole, uh, a whole extra step on there. Um, obviously, the linebacking core for, for Dallas with um, Jalen Smith and Vander Esch, and obviously you throw Sean Lee in there, um, and I think that's fine. And we were saying about the Colts have one of the best offensive lines in the league, and I think, honestly, Dallas is right behind them for that. Um and obviously when you have Dak and Elliott, that kind of helps. Um, the biggest question mark for, for me would be for Philly, I guess, um, is who's going to catch the ball? Because um, <laughs> uh, Alshon Jeffrey's basically gone for, I believe, half the year, if not more. Yeah. Uh, they lost Aguilar. Uh, are you going to really rely on Jalen Rager and Deshaun Jackson to carry that team? I think if you're if you're a fantasy owner, I think you pick up Jalen Rager for sure. He may yeah. not play this week, but I think throughout the season, I think he becomes probably the number one target for Carson Wentz, yeah. maybe outside of, of Zach Ertz, but the number one deep threat for Carson Wentz. So for fantasy purposes, uh, I would definitely keep an eye on Jalen Rager, though. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, I think, it's, it's talking about fantasy, I think Miles Sanders is going to have a good year, too. Um, I think he's going to be kind of the jack of all trades. And now that now that he doesn't have Jordan Howard breathing down his neck, um, I think he's going to have a little more uh, free reign to do what he wants. Um, you know, get some more runs, get some more passes out the backfield, uh, so on and so forth. Um, I, I wasn't, I, I was a fan of, of their their draft, but I was kind of interested about the Jalen Hurts pick. Wasn't quite sure about that one. Um, when you have Carson Wentz, and essentially he's supposed to be your quarterback of now in the future I, I don't understand the, the whole I think there's better players that could have helped them now comparatively um, and and we'll see and the other thing with the Eagles is is the Zach Ertz whole controversy uh, contract and do they want him there and so on and so forth is that going to play a factor into the team and cause some uproar I don't know I, I, I wish I could be inside that locker room and see how it goes but um, and then other than that um, I, the Giants are 100% number three um, with Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. I think those two by themselves could be in Washington right now. So um, that's my <laughs> um, We lost Irfan. Uh, apparently he had a connection issue. So we're going to keep going. Mikey, what are your thoughts on the division? Uh, I'm very high on the Cowboys. So I think it's definitely uh, a Cowboys division to win here. I think that you look at the additions that they made on the offense – uh, it's going to be a handful, right? Like, you, you look at Dak Prescott, he's working himself into a very, very lucrative contract. Uh, so he's going to want to have a big year on the franchise tag. And he's got the weapons to do it, right? They have Amari Cooper and, and Michael Gallup, and they added C.D. Lamb. Blake Jarwin's supposed to have a pretty good uh, bounce-back season, or, or breakout season, rather, at the tight end position. Then, of course, you got Zeke Elliott, who's just going to go out there and mow over dudes. Um, so that offense is, is going to be a handful for uh, for opposing teams. And defensively, you know, I, I, I don't mind their defense. I think that they can, you know, do some things. I think they added Don Terry Poe into the middle of that defense. They added uh, Trayvon Diggs. They drafted him uh, to help out uh, in the secondary, uh, kind of to replace Byron Jones. He's not going to, obviously, but I think he's still a pretty good uh, player coming out of Alabama. Um, 
and ultimately, I just don't think the other three teams are very good. So by proxy, I think the Cowboys will end up winning this division. I'm not high on the Eagles at all. I think they'll be lucky to uh, to win themselves a wild card spot with an eight and eight, maybe a nine and seven record. Uh, and then the Giants and Redskins, pretty pretty far down uh, from there as well. Who's that second team that you just said there? Sorry, I, I don't know them. Uh, you're right, the Washington football team. And it's funny you say that because I'm check, taking a look at the 2019 NFL.com division standings, yeah. and it still says Redskins. <laughs> because last year they were. I know, I know, I know. So that's why it just kind of screwed me up there. Although they, took the, they changed the logo, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You still think they would have changed that with everything going on, like even the last year, like change last year. Well, yeah. the, that's the thing. Like I was just saying, they changed the logo. But they didn't change the team name. Is it changed for 2020? I don't know. I didn't look. Um, but no. look who's back. Irfan has rejoined us. Um, it's fine. It's fine. Oh, and then I froze again. No, you're in. You're good. You're there. Oh, okay. You're good. Um, right. NFC East, buddy. Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, Washington. <laughs> uh, Cowboys' biggest thing, getting a better head coach. In my opinion, he, like, last year, Jason Garrett had such a good offense, and they still finished 8-8, eight and eight. so I think the biggest question is, can this new coach come in, and instead of being 8-8, eight and eight, can they be 10-6? and six? Can they be 9-7? and seven? Can they be better than they were last year? And I think, yes, I think they are the better team in this entire division. I'm not high on the Eagles, like you just said, uh, for whatever I caught when I came back in there. Um, they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, all right, that was a couple years ago, so I don't think they're the same team that won that two back. Um, Washington Red fo- Football Washington Football Team, sorry um, I like the fact that they brought in Ron Rivera, I think he has the ability to change that culture, change that dynamic and I think during this t- transition between that whole logo and name issue I think he's the perfect guy to have in your locker room because of how calm he is, how wonderful he is and he, I, I, from what I've understood he's a player's coach, so that I think they need that to sort out that 3-13 and 13 last year um, and then obviously the Giants uh, I mean, Daniel Jones won the first two starts of last year. They were, woo, the Giants are going to win everything. And then they went one and two and, nine, two and, and 12. Yeah, or something like that in the last couple of games. And you're like, um, okay, let's let's make sure that this kid doesn't look like a rookie anymore. And um, I think he just has to work on his game. And um, having Joe Judge as a coach should be good for him. So, yeah. Uh, the Cowboys should be better than they are, and I think they'll win this division. And it won't be a nine and seven. I think they should probably get a ten and six or eleven and five, in my opinion. I agree with everything you guys have said. Um, I was very impressed with the Cowboys and the Eagles draft. I think they both had a pretty good draft, picked up pieces in good spots. Um, but I do think the Cowboys are the better team, and I think that's that's how this division will shake up. The bottom two are going to probably stay in the exact same order with the Giants ahead of Washington just because I don't see enough from the Washington team to do anything. One division left, boys. We're almost there. NFC West, 49ers, Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals. Mikey, start us off, man. Uh, For the NFC West division, this one's going to be an interesting one, I think. This is going to be a dogfight. Yeah, it really is. Like, all four of these teams can – well, no. I, there's three of these teams can uh, can possibly win this division. But 
I think the Niners are going to be the one who are going to end up repeating as division winners at the end of the day. I, I still uh, like what they do. I, I think that, that they still have an unbelievable defense. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be one more year, uh, you know, into this season. Uh, I, I just like the what the what the Niners are doing. The team that's going to be interesting to me, who I think will make a massive leap from last year, uh, is going to be the Cardinals. I think a team that went five, ten, and one uh, under rookie quarterback Kyler Murray going into year two, adding DeAndre Hopkins is going to be massive, massive for this team. So uh, I think that the Cardinals could could surprise and 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 fight for that second spot here in this division. Um, and then that's that's no slight to to the Seattle Seahawks, who also. Uh, could fight for for number one or number two in this division. Um, you know they didn't, you know, really change their roster all that much. I, I don't think, but they did add uh, a massive piece to their defense when they traded for um, Jamal Adams. So I think that's that's another big piece that they were able to get to improve that that defense there. Uh, so I, I think that at the end of the day, I'm going to go Niners, Cardinals, Seahawks. And uh, the Rams, I do not have high hopes for them. I think they're going to be in the bottom 10 of the league. Interesting. All right. Um, Kyle. Um, I, I agree. I think uh, I think it is San Francisco lose. Um, although I am interested. Honestly, that 2-3 battle between the Cardinals and Seahawks, you could flip a coin, to be honest. Um, I do like all the additions. I'm interested to see for the Cardinals to see how um, running back wise, if Kenyon Drake can become that true number one and actually uh, carry that running game, um, they do have Chase Edmonds behind him, but it, it's going to be Kenyon Drake to lose. Um, I, I, I I love their defense, and obviously with the addition of uh, DeAndre Hopkins, you honestly can't go wrong with that. Um, and I think if, if you look at that, you, you put Larry Fitz in the side, you put Christian Kirk in the in the slot. I think that that offense is looking legit and it's looking legit for years to come um obviously if kyler goes down you have brett hundley behind him next uh green bay packer we'll see how that goes but um seattle Whoa. i think I, 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 as you said with the with the addition of jamal adams um makes their their defense better obviously lose Clowney though so he's kind of a addition and subtraction on that defense um but i i do think it's gonna be a dog fight for that number two spot i think the 49ers have it for sure um, but I, I think that that second and third spot is going to be an interesting battle for sure. Fair enough. Irfan. I'm going to go the opposite of you guys. I think the Seahawks are the team to beat in this division. I, I, I'm a huge, huge fan of uh, Wilson. I like what Pete Carroll does for that team. Um, I know they lost Clooney, at, at, you know, but Adams is so good. I think he'll make it up. Um, and, and I think he'll, he'll, he'll thrive with the Seahawks compared to the Jets, because, I mean, the Jets and the Seahawks right here. It's That's not, not really a comparison. but Yeah, so I think the Seahawks are, and I know that their their season last year was 11-5, and five, but I think they could have easily been a 12-4 and four team or a 13-3 and three team. They had a couple games not go their way. I think they win the division. Um, and then a close second for me is the 49ers. I like what they did last year in the Super Bowl. I like their, their road to the Super Bowl, I should say. Jimmy Garoppolo um, not being in Tom Brady's shadow. Um looks good that team is very nice their their defensive unit um throughout the playoffs last year like i was rooting for them to win so i think they're they're definitely they're very good um 
And then I think the Cardinals, yeah, okay, they finished 5-10-1 last year, but that's going to improve substantially. They're going to be very good, but I don't see them being better than the Seahawks or, or the 49ers, and the Rams will sit at the bottom. So that's a quick take on them. Fair enough. Yeah, no, I, I think all of the points that you guys have made are great, which is makes my life a little bit easier. Um, the one thing I was surprised with looking at the stats from last year where the Seahawks were only 4-4 four and four at home which doesn't sound right to me. This is a team that their home field advantage is supposed to be one of the best in the league. And they didn't play well. They won seven of eight on the road, and they were four and four at home. Um, I really like the Cardinals. I have all the way going into this season. I think they do finish second behind the 49ers, but I think all three of those teams make the playoffs because there is three wild cards. Um, so it's going to be a very, very tight battle to figure out who's going to finish where. And I, I am excited for this division. That's that's for sure. Um, fun little note. The last two MVPs of the league have been second-year quarterbacks. Does Kyler Murray follow the trend? No. <laughs> I was going to say, as long as Mahomes and Lamar are there, no. I know. I was just kidding. But... I expect him to have a good second year, regardless. Like, I think. Unless Kyler Murray goes absolutely off. off and becomes a god of a quarterback, I don't expect. But. Again, I still think he's going to take a step forward. I think he's going to be good this year, so it'll be fun. That'll do it. That's eight divisions, which means we only have one thing left to predict. Conference champions and who's going to win the Super Bowl. We're writing them down now. We'll look back halfway through the year. And, of course, we'll look at it when playoff time rolls around. Irfan, who are your conference champions and who is your Super Bowl winner? Uh, I'm just going to skip to the Super Bowl winner because it's going to happen. Oh, now we lose him. Yeah. <laughs> um, now we lose him. Wow. <laughs> Let's try that again. <laughs> what a cliffhanger. <laughs> oh, damn, now I have to change my pick. No, um, I'm not going to worry about who wins that conference. I think... I'll write them down for you later, Nick, but I think the cream of the crop by far is the Chiefs. I think they're going to win it. Um, they handed out that massive contract to Mahomes, and he's well-deserved. They looked great in the first game. They're going to continue running teams through, and um, maybe they'll come up against a very good defensive team in the playoffs, but we've seen them beat very good defensive teams throughout the last couple of years. So the, the, the Chiefs, the Chiefs. Did I say Niners? I meant the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Mahomes team. All right, there we go. That's my winner. What about the NFC? We need a champion still. Uh, just just right. pick one. You already have a winner for your Super Bowl. It's <laughs> who are they going to beat? I think they beat the Seahawks. Seahawks. All right. Kyle. That, that, home, oh. that home record's going to be much better for the Seahawks. With no fans. I was going to say to be honest, exactly. So if they I, could just pretend it's an away game. <laughs> yeah, like to be honest, I don't think I don't think home field advantage is really going to play a factor this year. It's not. I just I just thought it was an interesting fact from last year. Anyways, Kyle, what are your predictions, my friend? Champions from each um, conference and your Super Bowl winner. Well, I'll start NFC. I have Saints Niners final. Um, and to be honest, I I think it's. You can see the wheels turning in his ear. 
as much as I want to say that the Saints finally get over the hump, I think the Niners' defense is just too good. Um, and then I guess AFC is going to be Ravens, Chiefs. Um, I think I think it's going to be Chiefs again. Although I think the Ravens will put up a much better fight than they did last year. Um, but I think the addition of Ceh is going to uh, help that Chiefs offense take the next level. Because obviously, you know, Mahomes can chuck it like nobody else. Um, but you add that running game, and that, that offense becomes you know, well-rounded comparatively to a, a yeah. basically a pass offense only last year. So uh, I got Chiefs, Niners, basically repeat of last year. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to go Niners win it. All right. Mikey. Uh, I'm going to be different. Just to be different. Uh, just just for the hell of it. Just to be different, because although I believe that the Chiefs are the best team in the league, let alone <laughs> the AFC, there is one team who I actually think might be able to take them down. It's just purely based on a matchup perspective. And Irfan was on to something we talked about. I think, you know, they may run into a, a defense in the, in the playoffs who might be able to stymie them. And I'm not talking about the Ravens. I'm talking about the Buffalo Bills. I think the Bills are a team that are being slept on here. The addition of, of Diggs makes that offense so much better. They added another running back in the second round in Zach Moss. The depth that they have in their defense entirely, they just locked up uh, their cornerback, uh, Trey White, one of the best in the league. I think they have one of the best defenses in the league. Like It's criminally under-talked about, but uh, I think they, tr- they truly do. And I think they are one team that might be able to give the Chiefs fits. So I'm going to be different. I'm going to I'm gonna call it, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say the Bills make their way to the Super Bowl. And then I think uh, I think that the, the Saints are probably going to come out of the NFC. I just really do like the, the, the all-around depth of that team. I think they're pretty balanced. Um, the addition of Emmanuel Sanders also gives the Saints, a, a, gives Drew Brees another extra weapon that he didn't really have like a number two last year. So I think that'll help uh, the the passing game. You know, Kamara just got paid. He's going to be involved a lot here. Uh, I really like I really like the Saints this year. I do. I think that they finally get over the hump. And, and it's not even the fact that they haven't you know gotten over the hump. But you look at the last three seasons, they've lost the season on the last play of the game. Right? Last year you had the push off off of uh, um, was it Kyle uh, Kyle Rudolph the push off. The year before, you had Nicole Roby uh, Coleman with that illegal... <laughs> illegal monstrosity that it was. Yeah, exactly. And then the year before that, you had the, the, the Minnesota Miracle with Stephon Diggs making that catch and taking it to the house as time expired. So, you know, it's literally the last play of the game. I think if the Saints can make sure that they have it locked up and wrapped up uh, before that. And I think the team that they're going to be facing uh, in the finals is probably going to end up being the 49ers. I don't see the 49ers offense being a team that can win it on the last play just because I don't think they're that explosive. So I, I'm going to go ahead and say the Saints versus the Bills. And I think Drew Brees gets himself uh, a ring on his way out, and he'll retire once the season is over and retire on top as a champion. Fair enough. All right, my turn. Um, fans are going to be super happy. Sorry. Go ahead, Irvon. fans are going to be super happy after disappointment. Look. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of illegal disappointment, let's put it that way. Um, 
I'm going to be a combination of all three of you guys, and I have the Chiefs coming out of the AFC. As we, we've all mentioned, I think they're just the best team. Um, I actually did have them facing the Bills in the AFC um, final. I just think that Bills team, as Mike was saying, is underrated, and that defense is very, very good, and people don't look at it the same way that they look at some of the top teams. Um, I don't think it's underrated, which is why I wanted to speak carefully when I spoke before. It's not that they're underrated. They're under-talked about. I guess that's fair. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Um, Coming from the NFC, I have the Saints uh, as well as Mike. Um, I just think this team is good. And as you said, they've literally lost on some questionable calls three years in a row. So... They are right there. They've been right there for three years. They're pretty much the same team, maybe even a little bit better. And I just think they make it through. But I, unfortunately, they come up against the absolute juggernaut that is the Kansas City Chiefs in the final. And I think Kansas City will pull it out and repeat. Not that I I'm, – I'm not going to say it's going to be easy, but I just think that they're that good of a team. Um, for the first time since 03, 04, a repeat champion. Yes. I think it happens. I – don't think it'll be easy. I'm not going to say they're going to walk through the league, but it, it'll be fun to see. So that's it, boys. We are done. Preview's over. Now it's time to watch some football. Um, Michael, thank you for joining us, dude. We appreciate it always. Yeah, it was fun. Thanks for having me. Irfan, Kyle, last thoughts? We'll start with you, Irfan, I guess. Uh, have a good week. Good luck with school for those of us who have school, and let's watch some, some sports. Kyle? Uh, I'll let you know my feeling after this week, see if i got a lot of money or if I've lost a lot of money. We'll see. <laughs> uh, we'll see how the weekend goes. Um, I, I'm, just, I'm happy football's back. Fingers crossed, knock on wood, whatever the hell you want to do, it stays around rather than because this all could be for naught if we have some uh, lovely positive tests. Um, but knock on wood, nothing like that happens. Uh, by the way, Duke's going to get shit on today by Notre Dame, just saying Nick. Um, and we'll go from there. Okay. <laughs> Dude, Duke's my basketball school. You know that. It's the Big M that is my football school, and they've struggled. So. The Big L? So, oh, sorry. sorry M, Basically, sorry. same thing. <laughs> it's, it's fine. I've, I've accepted how bad they've been the last few years. Uh, Mike, any final thoughts? Uh, on life? Sure. Sports, anything. Anything. Sports. You can pick. This is the op- This is the open topic. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about um, something that that's really bothered me for many years, and it's the word extraordinary. It doesn't make sense if you think about it, right? The word ordinary means bland. <laughs> so how is something that is extra bland all of a sudden mean it's amazing? Yes, logically, it doesn't make sense. Better, You're right. I think it means it's better than ordinary because it's higher than being average or whatever. Or or extra means like it's extra. So if I say that more you're of like that stupid, does that mean that you're really smart? No. Right. I get it. So technically, I get, I get, technically I get it. it's just more ordinary than everybody else. Exactly. It literally <laughs> means the opposite of what the two words mean. <laughs> That's a it's good final thought. Word. It's a dumb word, and it's it's bugged me for for many many years. I'm glad that on this podcast I could get that off my chest. It's been God, eating to me. I might my, be able to sleep. I'm head spinning now. <laughs> okay. Kyle's got to go sit for a while and re- reconsider yeah. life. 
I got I to gotta go sit in front of the TV and watch sports for hours to get this off my mind. <laughs> I will say it was funny watching Nick's face as I explained my final thought. And he's like, where the hell is he going? I was like, it? wait a minute. <laughs> Are you seriously doing this right now? Well, no, I thought he was going to go and say that the word is, like, overused or something. I was just okay, whatever. But no, he went he went full vocabulary on us. <laughs> I like you know, it. I, I'm, a, I'm a writer. I'm a writer by trade, uh, a journalist by trade. Words matter. And that word, to me, is one of the dumbest in the English language. There's so many that we could go through. And maybe next time we have Mike on, he'll have another word for us to debate. <laughs> that's your job you're, you're for the next, next next article you're putting extraordinary in there absolutely <laughs> just so we pick up on it um my final thought is hey epl is back this week as well it's not just the nfl starting up it's we got some soccer across the pond a little footy action liverpool leads is actually on right or just about to finish wow yeah, Big. I don't know, was it a last-second penalty or something like that? Is that what it read? Oh, my goodness. Good for Leeds. I'm excited to watch them this year. Anyways, that'll do it. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, at Garage Door Sport, on Instagram, at Garage Door Sports. You can follow Mikey. What's your what's your uh, user tag there, buddy? Uh, at Mickey underscore Canuck. Mickey underscore I Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, if you want to follow Irfan, it's at Irfan Manji. If you want to file, follow Kyle, uh, at Kyle Vardy. I'm at Nick McVicker. We will have another show for you next week. Make sure you tune in for our 20 Minutes on Ice show as well. Follow our website for all the latest news. And we will see you next time. <laughs>